I don't want my chips plain. I want my chips with the dip. So bring me the dips. It is June 19th. Ha! Inala? Inala's in the show already. June 19th. Welcome to Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. What a special show we have for you today. Uh, It is uh, phase four of our NFL fantasy football analysis. We're doing wide receivers today. Very solid. Uh, A lot of shit went down this week, uh, which we are very excited about. But this is a very special week, A-Rod. That it is. For one thing, you got a haircut. I know. I needed it. It looks great. It's going to look great blonde. It, It felt so weird. Like, after having my hair long for six months and then cutting it, I was like... Such a relief, right? I was like, who the fuck is this guy in the mirror? I mean, I kept, you're, I kept putting my hand through my hair. I was like, where's my hair? I mean, you're not bald. No, but... Like I am. I remember when I, when I first shaved my head for the first time, bro, it was... It was weird. It was like it was relieving. Yeah. And you took a lot of weight off that head. Yeah, I did. It was a lot. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, it's going to look great blonde. We were, I was very worried these last few weeks. Well, there's still plenty of time. Still plenty of time. Plenty of time. But my man's Manny Machado for our little bet. Fucking tear. 268 right now, my guy. He was 230 something last week. What was it? 230. 238. 37. 238. Yeah. He went up 30 points in a week. 30 points in a week, brother. That's a tear. Even with the suspension. But he also dropped 20 in a week, so it's possible. So you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. 260 was a good number. It was a good number. It was a it. solid number. Well, this is a very special week for me. That it is. Because my birthday is on Friday. Yay. I'm very excited. What a day it is, June 21st. And I actually, because I'm such a narcissist, wrote down some very interesting facts about my day. That's selfish. I didn't even do that for my birthday. Number one, it is the longest day of the year. So number- the sunshine shines on me, my friend. Number two. Number two. First day of summer? First day of summer. Yeah, that's that, right. That's exciting. Now, <laughs> see, Nala's laying on that, laying on you. She doesn't like it. Uh, well, I think she does, man. She looks pretty comfortable on this lap here. Hi, little girl. Hi. Got my mascot right here. She's yep. ready to roll. Just a few quick facts. 1788 and June 21st, the U.S. Constitution goes into effect after New Hampshire becomes the ninth state to ratify. 1970. Brazil beats Italy 4-1 to to become the first team to win the World Cup three times, and Pele becomes the first player to win the Cup three times. Hmm. Hey. That, that's interesting. 1987, Mike Tyson sexually harasses a parking lot attendant. <laughs> <laughs> and 1990, the year I was born, I came in with a bang. A 7.7 earthquake hits Iran and kills over 50,000 people. You're a killer. Uh, I don't want to say nothing, but you're a killer. It's a sign there. Shout out, happy birthday, real quick, to Chris Pratt, Lana Del Rey, Rebecca Black, Prince William, Juliette Lewis, Maggie Siff, and the ultimate Mets fan, Jim Brewer. Oh, that's my man. On my day. Who's coming with me, man? (laughs) (laughs) That's my boy right there. I'm not going to freak out. I just want to know who's coming with me. (laughs) Um. and of course, uh, the amazing, illustrious Mike Moan. Yeah. Happy birthday! Um, I'm, I'll remember this next time for my birthday rolls up. You know, next year. Yeah, man. The fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I got. I was just looking up some fun facts here. It's pretty interesting shit. The same year I was born. A huge ass earthquake. Sure, that makes sense. Um, 
So, yes, uh, this is my week. I'm very excited. We're going to see Toy Story on my birthday. Nice. I will be on a plane. Yeah, I know. On a plane. I know. I know. My flight got changed again for like the fifth time. Oh, you know what we forgot to do before we started recording? What? We have to line you up a shot, my friend. Oh. You owe me a shot yeah. this week. So. So we could do two shots. What about for two, your birthday? Two for two on bets? That was you last week. I'm yeah. doing you from last week. Two for two on bets? Yeah, whatever. Not anymore, my friend. Well, now it's a birthday Scoreboard shot Scoreboard now. It's a birthday shot. Sure. All right. Well, you talk. <laughs> well, you do a sponsor. This show is okay. brought to you by whatever. Okay. And I'll go make some shots. Go do your thing, man. Uh, before we get into the good stuff, he's going to line up some goodies. Uh, this show is sponsored by There's Always Room for Dessert, which is an amazing up-and-coming and fast-growing dessert company run by the amazing Crystal Flynn. Uh, you can find it on Facebook and Instagram. You can see all of our uh, all of her past works. Um, she's gotten a lot done, and she continues to get a lot done. Uh, so check her out on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY, and she will definitely hook you up. She does full table spreads or or just individual stuff. You want cupcakes made? Some you know just for simple parties. Um, you can check her out. Uh, I hope she, you heard that. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so look her up. There's always room for dessert and why. And uh, you can find her on Facebook and Instagram. She will definitely uh, hook you up there. Um, I am very excited because she's making me. She asked me, she's like, what do you want? Because she's, she's making my birthday cake. So, haha, <laughs> I am very, very excited. I cannot wait. Well, you better save me a piece of that fucking cake. You're going to be gone for like... So? By the time so, you get back, it's so, not going to be good. Well, sometimes stale cake's not that bad. What? Yeah, have you ever had like stale, like, not really, super stale, but like, you do like homemade cake, like the box one, and like the frosting's a little hard, but it's still soft in the middle? It's yeah, fucking great. Yeah, but that's the frosting though. Like The cake itself yeah. is going to be... Whatever. I'll just, just have a piece for me then. It's just going to be crusty. Whatever. Of course I'm going to have a piece... Whatever. Actually, you think, know, actually, where, think yeah, where's, where's my cake? I think you're bringing some this week. There's no. There was nothing. She didn't. She didn't have anything coming up this week. Bullshit. <laughs> That's my excuse, though. Yeah, I know. No, she's she's making a lot of cup. She's making cupcakes for me. I'm not getting a cake. I'm getting cupcakes. Okay. So she's making cupcakes for for me because I guess we're doing we're doing a family thing on Friday. Makes sense. So uh, we're doing like cupcakes, and then she has a cupcake uh, a cupcake order for. Uh, one of our old co-workers. So she's making a lot of stuff this coming up week. A lot of cakes. Yeah, so, so she, I mean, she's very busy. This past week has been kind of like kind of like a, a week off for her. That's good. It was pretty good. I mean, that's something you need that. I'm fine with it. So that's good. Uh, before we get into the other stuff, though, this show is also brought to you by... Burning Hour Designs. Burning Hour Designs is a great, can- uh, great candle company. Sorry. We didn't even take so, the shot yet. It's 100% all natural soy candles owner, Lindsay Knapp. She sells some great, great smelling candles like lavender vanilla, birthday cake right, for your birthday. Oh, good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Some uh, cappuccino espresso, Mike's super favorite. I should get you this for your birthday. <laughs> some pumpkin spice latte for you basic <laughs> bitches. Yeah, I'm a basic bitch, all right. She has big candles, small candles, party favors, anything you need for a wedding coming up. Father's Day is right around the corner. You know, next year. It happened already. Uh, you want some 
Great candles for July 4th. <laughs> Father's Day's around the corner. 350-something <laughs> days Yeah, right away. around the corner next year. Right around the corner, sure. Um, yeah, she does it all. You find her on Instagram, Etsy, Facebook. Look her up, Burning Hour Designs. Go to Etsy. Go to shop. Buy $4 or more. Enter promo code MASSPODCAST. You get 10% off your order. Solid. Sweet. Right it's great. It's pretty good. It smells good. And they look good, too. I mean, you can get personalized messages on your candles, yes. too. So, if I get you a candle, I'm going to say, fuck yourself. Yeah, I'll basic probably get bitch. one that says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you basic bitch. Yes. There you go. <laughs> nice. From right, me well, to you. I'm, I'll still light that bitch up, as long as it's pumpkin spice latte. Bro. No, that's the only one for you. Yeah, perfect. You're nothing, you're nothing else. Um, so, we got a, we got a nice uh, big chunk to do today, because we are doing wide receivers today. The last few weeks we did quarterbacks we did running backs last week yep this week is a big one it's a it's a big because because wide receivers it's every round the guys who love catching balls yes the guys who love catching balls (laughs) cradling balls in their hands yes um so this is a big position so um we don't have a whole lot other than that today but uh, but we will get into it, and when we do get into it, it's going to be a lot. Because wide receivers, like I said, it's every round. There's really like there's it's a big rank. Like you know, quarterbacks are more for like you know the earlier to middle rounds. Usually, running backs are usually the first rounds, and then whatever scraps you get. But you can get wide receivers deep in any round. Yeah, you can find, always find those sleepers like Adam Humphreys in like the eighth round. Right. Yeah, dude. So like so this is going to be this is a big one today. But just to get out of the way, we want to get some stuff out of the way first. Like this shot. Like this shot. So, this is a birthday shot slash... I lost a bet. I won my first bet on the show. Cheers. Fantastic. Ah. Clear me right up. Smooth as fuck. That's the same stuff we had last week. Yeah. (coughs) Oh, you okay, bud? We're right on my nostril. Oh, would you would you snort it? Sure. It's <laughs> the only way to take a shot. Just snort it right up your nose. All Ooh, right, I'm right now. That'll Fuck. that'll put some hair on you, man. Start my vacation early. That'll grow your hair out quick. It's gonna it's so much for that hair. Feel it growing right now. Should have waited after the shot. Get nah. the haircut done. I noticed though when he cut my hair, so many fucking grays. I'm so many grays on top of my head now. It's fucking sucks. I get, I get grays in my beard. When my beard gets long enough, it, it's you it's gotta, be, I get a little gray. It's, it's going to be blonde, so it doesn't matter. Really? Wow. How about this? If he ends up 260 in the nose, we both have to dye our hair. Okay. I was actually thinking about uh, uh, getting a, a cash out. Like, uh, talking about cash outs. Instead of doing the whole thing, you can cash out and just get a part done. No, that's fucking. That's even worse. Why is I'd that worse? I'd rather just die the whole fucking thing. You really? Yes. Okay. I mean, for you, that's that's even worse. It looks like you have like a birthmark or something wrong with you. Just one blonde patch on your beard. Wouldn't I mean, be a, I, I, be I could a probably patch, be like, just get the strip done. I I'll get, shave like, my face and just have the strip. I can get like streaks in my hair. That's different. So it's not as. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Nah. Just get like. Grow the hair out, get get the tips done instead of the whole thing. Just the tip. Just the tip. So, uh, that was some good shit, man. I still feel it on my chest. Me too. It's good. All right, cool. So, now that we got, now that, we got that out of the way, huge congratulations 
and I watched the entirety of this game. Huge congratulations goes out to the St. Louis Blues, baby. Yes, fuck the Boston Bruins. That fuck was, em. you know what? I I'm a hockey fan. A hockey, I would say, is like my third, fourth favorite sport behind mm-hmm. football and baseball. And basketball and hockey are kind of like interchangeable to me. But when I watched that game seven, that was a great fucking game. Yeah, I got I got so into it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I was screaming at the TV. You know when they when they scored. I'm sorry you lost that bet, by the way. Yeah, I took the under on the fucking. I thought I thought you first right period because it was like a half, right? Yeah, it was under. It was one goal. I had to score. They had, yeah, they didn't have to score. Right. They scored with fucking three minutes left. So you're hoping for zero zero going like, into the I second. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, I'm very. Well, I mean, you lost what five dollars and forty cents, right? Yeah, it's, nah, right. it's not a big deal. You would have won how much if it was zero zero? Uh, like twenty bucks. Yeah, so I, it's not a big deal. But I thought of you right away though. That moment, the moment the Blues scored that first goal, I was like, ah, oh, well, there goes five bucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, it was five bucks of your money and not our budget. Yeah. So whatever. Um. Yeah, I was watching that game. Every time the Blues scored, I just found myself because it was exhilarating because mm-hmm. the puck was always in motion. Like there was no sp- there was barely any stoppages. There was a power play in the first period, but nothing came of it. They had two goals in the first period on four shots. The first goal in the first period was my man Ryan O'Reilly. Trophy, but it, MVP but it, of the it, was, it was a deflection well, goal. Yeah, still doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A goal is a goal, but right. guys, guy was on fire. He deserved the MVP. No matter if you win by inch or mile, winnings, winning. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. He deserved the MVP. Oh, absolutely, it was, it was pretty clear. He like, scored he a goal, four straight goals. Game. Yeah, yeah, four straight games. Yep. He scored a goal. I mean, that's 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 crazy. That's yeah. crazy, especially in the finals. And I called uh, their captain Petrangelo. To oh, come up yeah. big. Yep. He had he, he assisted he assisted in the Ryan O'Reilly goal and, he scored the second and then goal. he scored the second goal on some Stutt. sick backhand. Yeah, um, but the, I think the biggest the biggest storyline of that of that game seven is my fucking guy Jordan Bennington stud. He was unbelievable. I told you once if they lose a game, and then they usually come back and crush it after. I didn't. I didn't realize, and I knew. I knew he was young, but I didn't realize he was a rookie. I didn't know that either, until I watched the game. I think he's the first rookie goalie to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, maybe. I think so. Oh, maybe. I got. We got to look that up. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll check that right now. Um, so. yeah, but that was the big storyline, and you know, you know, it's funny. Did you watch? Did you watch in between the periods? Like they had like the co- you know how they have coverage in between each period. Yeah, they had Charles Barkley there. Yeah, I don't know why did you have Charles Barkley there. <laughs> I mean, no sense. Yeah, I gotta say that was just. I mean, the Bruins are just terrible, terrible, terrible. I thought I, just, I thought it was funny, and he, like you could tell, like he he knows hockey a little bit, but he doesn't like know it enough. Like they were asking him questions, and he you saw him stumble. It was pretty funny though. But I think it's just because he's... I think he's a fan, right? Isn't he a, f- a fan of the Blues? Isn't yep. he a Blues fan? I Something think so. Like that? Yeah, I Jordan know. Bennington is the first rookie goalie to win 16 games in the playoffs. Well... Which, which is which means first goalie to win the Stanley Cup. First rookie goalie. That's that's a great... I mean, good good for him, man. I mean, that was, that was like his first chance, too, because he's been trying to get into the league, and he had all this trouble, and then... Uh-huh. And it was it's a pretty good story, but man, him during the game, he was making these insane saves. Well, in hockey terms, he was standing on his head. Yeah, yeah, he he could not he could not be he couldn't be penetrated. He was not. 
You're the one that laughed at it. See, I see. I paused. I kind of had uh, that pause. I'm Do I want to say it? Quote my one of my favorite shows. That's what she said. <laughs> Michael Scott. Uh, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky slash Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Uh, so yeah, congrats to the uh, St. Louis Blues, man. You guys deserve to thank God you blocked a Boston win. Here's a fun fact for you: if the Bruins won the cup. The Patriots would be the lowest. They would have the lowest amount of championships in Boston as a franchise. What's six? Between all the sport, well, all of them, all the Boston teams. Yeah, Patriots would have the least least amount between the Celtics, the Bruins, the, the Red Bruins, Sox. and the Red Sox. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Doesn't I mean it doesn't seem like it now because all they do is win. But like you know, back back then, before the Brady days, the Patriots weren't really much of anything. There's so. nobody with fucking Bill Parcells and Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, they weren't really much. They weren't really many much of a contender yeah. anyway. But I mean, it's it's weird to think about that now because the Patriots are so successful nowadays. Yeah, fuck. So, yeah, whatever, assholes. So big congrats, good job, Jordan. You're the man, yes. dude. Um, it was good to see the Blues hoist the trophy in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, we we couldn't see we couldn't see a, a win at home because the next fucking day the Raptors win in Game Six. Yeah. Also, you also had Durant come back to that game, get hurt. Yeah. Yep. Durant was there for like. No, you came. No, back he, game, no, he, wasn't, came no back, he wasn't. Game five. It he was came game back. five. No, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Hurt. Yeah, that was a- huge. Towards ACL. Yep. Third quarter. Yep. I think he doesn't get hurt. They win that game. He had, he had what? He had twenty something points going into before he was injured. Yeah, yeah. And he came out of the locker room on literally one and a half legs, and made the still still made the two free throws, then walked out. He le- he left the stadium. He wanted he wanted to stay in. Right. I mean, I mean, it's the it's the Fucking finals. Yeah, you not hard, want to stay in. I hard award right there. I mean, I Clay get Thompson. it. It's the, it's the finals. I get it. Absolutely. You know, but they. I think they. He could have played, but I think they wanted to take him out for future purposes. Right. Well, I mean, he's got to heal up. And AC, and a, I mean, an ACL injury is not as bad as it was, say, ten years ago. Yeah. So, like medical science and all that, it's advanced a lot in those in that span of time. Mm-hmm. So, an ACL injury is not crazy now but it's still pretty significant it still might there's a good chance it will change his game yeah unless yeah you have the torn achilles like durant he's so, out he's out for a year it's rough yeah yeah he's out for a year he's out it for at least like i think the shortest amount of time was like 250 something days it's like nine months so yeah that was and that's and that's, that's the, the shortest enti- amount of time yeah, that was kobe bryant season. kobe bryant had the shortest amount of time healing from a from an achilles injury mm-hmm and he was he was in his thirties at the time, so and I mean came, it's good. And he came back and made both free throws too. Right, stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the longest the longest was uh, oh, he was he was like, he was like twenty something years old. It was like three hundred something days. I I forgot. It's like three hundred and forty something days, but it's somewhere in that range. So whoever whoever signs KD. Which again, watching that, watching KD go down as a Knicks fan, you're freaking holding your breath. Oh yeah, you're 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 throwing something at your TV. 
Absolutely. But that's just what happens to the Knicks. But it's Kevin Durant. You know, that is it's true. Kevin Durant. This way, you know what? It's actually be good. You sign Kevin Durant for a max. Max contract for four years. Sure, you only get three years out of it because he's going to miss the year. But it gives him a chance for a guy like R.J. Barrett to get traded and get used to the NBA. By the time Katie comes back, Barrett will be good. Maybe by that time, we also have a second max contract to give out. We have two of them. So the Knicks. Who else? Who else? They can't get you do KD. You could do. Um, it's still kind of shocking me that they're not going for Horford. Well, that we, they're we, not in the mix. We there. don't need a big man. We have uh, what's his name, Mitchell. He had 161 blocks as a rookie last year. That's true. Stud. Um, I don't know. Like uh, you got Kawhi's out there. Kawhi Leonard and the Knicks have come out and said that they're going to actively pursue him. Um, so, they said you know, that. So they will, why they wouldn't? I don't see why anyone would. But the Lakers also said that. Now with the true with the AD trade. I don't, think, I, I don't think they can have a max spot, though. I don't think they'll be able to sign Kawhi, but they're still going to try to recruit Kawhi. Unless he stays in Toronto. I don't know why But you also have Kyrie Irving, who has said that he wants to play with AD. Now, AD's playing with LeBron, and Kyrie knows how to play with LeBron. Yeah. Fuck. Kyrie could go to the Lakers. That's pretty strong. It's, uh, fuck. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But they're now they're all, they're all saying... Like this is like this is fucking days after this is days after the finals are done. Yeah, and AD gets traded to the Lakers. Now all of a sudden the Lakers are the favorite to win the next title. Are you know. really? I feel like that trade overshadowed the Raptors' victory in the title. What it, the finals? I don't know. I don't know it it was probably like day or two after. Yeah, it was. It was literally like forty eight hours after. I, you know, I think it was actually on their parade that the news came out during the parade. Yeah. You know, yeah, two, it was on two, Saturday. Yeah, the parade was on Saturday. Two people got shot at the parade. Yeah, Toronto. And t- what are you doing, Canada? Fucking idiots! Thought they had a no gun thing going on. I or is that so or is that London? I'm thinking. No, is that England? Canadian police have guns. I think London doesn't. It's Britain, right? Yeah. All right. I'm getting my provinces mixed up. A. E. Um. Anyway, yeah, I don't understand because I'm seeing all these free agents that are coming out. And I'm not seeing the Knicks in any of the mixes, and I'm worried. I I'm really they're, worried right they're now. They're gonna make something gonna happen. Something's gonna happen tomorrow. Where they trade for Zion. <sighs> it's my guilt. You're not. Imagine guilty. they trade like a couple of people for Zion, and they and they well, have a, and they have the first and third pick. Here's here's a, imagine here's that. A, here's a weird idea, and I was thinking about it actually on the drive over here. Can they opt to? Provide one of their max contracts in a trade. I don't know. Like, is that? And I, I, I I've never heard of such a thing. Because they have the cap room, but can they allot cap room for to make a trade? Mm, I don't think so. They could probably send them money, a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Like a player and a lot of money. So it's possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't really because we have two max contracts. And right now, how free agency is rolling out, I don't think we'll be able to use both of them. Or if we do use both of them, it'll feel forced. Like, yeah, KD, but you still have one more max. Let's, let's use another free agent list. Clay. Clay's a free agent. Right. You got Jimmy Butler. Right. You got... But Jimmy Butler has a lot of... In, uh, the Rockets have a lot of interest in Jimmy Butler right now. 
Which would be which would be interesting to see Jimmy Butler go to the Rockets. It would be. Trent, who else is here? Um, obviously you got Durant, Kawhi, kissed by Kyrie, Kemba, Clay. Kemba's staying where he is. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins, Tobias Harris, Porzingis. <laughs> Chris Stapps Porzingis. You know what I, I would like? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, yeah. Stud. Sure. Nikolai Vucevic, Orlando Magic, center. Yeah, but stud. He's, he's a stud. I don't think Russell will go anywhere, though. I think he'll stay. I think they'll, I think they'll re-sign him. Al Horford, yep. Julius Randle. Oh, Julius! I forgot about Julius Randle. That would actually be a pretty decent fit with Barrett, Brooke Lopez, Marcus All. Here's the thing: we need to find someone that can, because I, I have a, a strong feeling in my bones that the Knicks—they're going to use these two maxes. One of them is going to be used on KD, I believe. The second one, I think, needs to be used on someone that can grow with Barrett. Because the because the Knicks there's a strong possibility they're taking Barrett in tomorrow's draft. Oh, like one of like a Ricky Rubio. Yeah, someone like a veteran who can still play well and still has time on their on their clock on their play clock. Not Dark Rose. Hmm. No. But no, not JJ Redick. He's too old. How about Terry Rozier. I like Terry Rozier, but I don't I don't I don't know if he's worth the max though. No, he's not worth the max. That's what I'm saying. But we need to find would, a player. Would you rather? Can... Would you rather? Hold on. What? She's got her ball. She's chewing on my work shirt right now. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Her yep, that is that is the that is the FedEx <laughs> is stuck in my shirt. Oh, that's pretty nasty. That's great. Am I wearing this shirt tomorrow? No, you're not getting your bone. Sorry. Yeah, you make a lot of noise, girl. We learned that last week. Get your boy. Yeah, so I personally, the Knicks, they have they have to find someone that is good enough to use a max contract for multiple year contract, someone that can grow with that can help Barrett grow into the player that is Zionless. Yeah, because Barrett, I don't know if he knows how to play without Zion, so I think they need to find a player because yeah, if they sign KD, we're gonna be out, we're gonna be missing KD for a year. Okay. So we need someone to come up and play that leadership role while Katie's out and healing. But to also kind of create a growing team in the coming years. Katie will be out. It'll still be a rebuilding year for the Knicks. But 2021? It's on. Could be a, could be a fucking year. So we have to utilize both our maxes. If you use one on Katie, you need to find someone that can be able, that can be able to grow with with Barrett. It yeah, has, there's what, no that's choice. That's what you need. A veteran that can put him forward in his career. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a little worried because it's the Knicks. The Knicks, they are known for hype, hype, for hyping a lot of shit up and then just taking a massive shit right at the last minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. But hey, congratulations to the Raptors. I was actually I was actually going for you. It's good to see another name on there other than the, you know, Golden State or the Cavs or the fucking, you know. You know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the same old shit. Same old teams. Yeah. So it's not in there. 
So it's good to see that. Congratulations for Toronto. Big win for Canada. Their fir- yeah, their first NBA final championship in their history, the Raptors. Right. And it was their first, it was Canada's first professional sports win since uh, the Blue Jays. Fuck. Canada. A. A. Canada gooses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big congrats. Well, we had the two big trades. Well, one, obviously, the Anthony Davis trade. The Anthony Davis trade was pretty big. And like I said, it's kind of ridiculous already that they're having reports come out that just because of Anthony Davis being traded to, Le- to LeBron's Lakers. Yep. The, the, the LeBron-kers. The Labrickers. The, the Leakers. The, the Leakers? Yeah. Because um, LeBron's L.E. and Lakers are L.A. So... The leak, the leakers, the Los Angeles leakers, the the LeBreakers. Anyway, uh, AD was traded to the Lakers, and now all of a sudden, reports are that they're the favorite to win twenty twenty. Hey, come on! Well, there's right, no, come there was, on. Was another big trade today too. The Mike Conley traded to the Jazz. Yes, for Grayson Allen. Yeah, the most hated person in all of college basketball. Well, second most hated person in all of college basketball. Uh, you had uh, Christian Leitner. I don't really follow. I don't really know. Like the big, how, why is he hated? Why is he North hated? Carolina? He was, he was he was an asshole. He was one of he was he was like Grayson Allen. But oh, worse. Uh, I I mean I don't, I don't college basketball. I don't really follow to the bracket, so I don't I don't really know names. But I mean this is uh, I mean it's, it's a good trade. It'll make the Jazz better. I think the Jazz won the trade. Absolutely. But, but the uh, Pelicans won that trade too. Yeah. Yep. I think you know what the Pelicans like they got they got Lonzo. You saw you saw that his brother's playing overseas now. Yeah, he's you see his father go on I think and talk to Steve A. Smith said his son Lamelo's gonna be a first round pick, first overall pick in twenty twenty draft. Yeah. Psych. Burnt. Psych. He also went on the record after the trade and said this is what Lonzo wanted. Now the Lakers are cursed. The Lakers will never win a championship again. That was the second worst trade the Lakers ever made. I think it was the first was getting rid of Dwight Howard and like Steve Nash. Oh yeah, that was a pretty bad trade. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, AD and LeBron could be either studly or it could be a big problem. It's a big, big problem. Two big egos. Well, the Lakers also have the fourth pick or the fifth pick. No, they, they, no, they gave it away. Oh, that's right. The, Pelic- the Pelicans have the first and fourth. Go Pels, man. Their rebuild is in full effect. They're looking like the Cleveland Browns. So imagine if the Knicks don't draft Barrett tomorrow, and the Pelicans draft Zion and R.J. Barrett. That would be a Knicks thing to do. That would be. The Knicks are working out someone else right now. Yeah. So, would if, not be surprised. Oh, man. Ugh. Ooh. Something's going through. Zion, Something. Jay Morant, some random fucking guy. Uh-huh. Some and guy Barrett. from Vanderbilt. Zion and Barrett together on an NBA team. That's just absurd. With Lonzo. Ingram. And Ke- and Hart. Oh my god, bro. And you probably still have Julius Randle. And then you probably have still somebody else. There'll be no and joke. Dr- and Drew Holiday. There'll be no joke. Yeah. That would erase all the speculation that Zion will die in New Orleans. He'll still die in New Orleans. Well, New Orleans is a place to die, but... I don't know. With a, with a team around him like that, man... Yeah, your, your, sarco- your, your sarcophagus isn't being made just yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, we will see what happens. There's a lot of shit that went down. Um, and there's going to be a lot of shit that w- that's going to go down. Um, just a few things real quick, and then we'll get to the meat of this show. Philadelphia Flyers signs Kevin Hayes for a seven-year contract. I personally don't think he'll make seven years. But, because most hockey players, when you long-term contracts for hockey, they just... Never, they never work out. They usually get traded after five, even after four. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he'll survive. I don't know. Not survive. I think Kevin Hayes will survive. But Pietro still getting paid like fifteen year contract, something like that. Something I believe absurd. so. Yeah, we we had we learned that when we yeah. had Joe Lally on. Yeah, from the Mark and Smart connection. Yep. Yeah, so it didn't really work out then. I mean, it's seven years. It's not really. It's long. It's a long time. It's, it's a long time for hockey. He'll probably last maybe five years and then get traded the last two years, or he maybe retires in five years. I don't know if he'll retire. You still got plenty of hockey in them. I don't think it'll do anything. I don't think the Flyers will actually. I mean, Kevin Hayes is a great player and everything. He is, but the Flyers don't really have much around him. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. But the Rangers, the mm-hmm. New York Rangers, made a huge trade for Jacob Truba from the Jets. This kid's freaking awesome. He is awesome. They stole him in the trade. Absolute, it's absolute steal. They gave like the twentieth pick in this year's draft. Yep. We and it, yeah, I would gladly give my twentieth overall pick away for a twenty-five-year-old defenseman. Yeah, who's already known to be a stud. I'll take him. And Winnipeg is was a decent team too. So he was, he was decent. He was one of the reasons why too. I'm I'll very, I'm, I'm so excited about that. The Rangers. I mean, yeah, they traded a lot of players away this year, you know, but. I mean, they still got they still got a solid team. We're still rebuilding, so it's not surprising. I'm waiting. Th- I'm waiting for them to get like that next shooter, though. Like we have Zabanajad and all them guys. But I mean, Zabanajad is only as good as the rest of his line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he is a great player, but at the same time, I don't. He needs more support on the front. It's good to sign a defenseman. I mean, you you already have guys like Shattenkirk in the back, which actually has a potential for a buyout this year. Hmm. The Rangers could buy out the contract, make him a free agent. That'd be nice. I mean, it would free up a lot of space because this this kid, Jacob Truba, he's going to take up some space. He's definitely going to take up some space. So, but he'll last a while, which which you know, which is good. I'm excited. I like the trade a lot, but you got you got you got to free up some space though. CC uh, Sabathia today. This is a hot take. After twelve to one, I think it was twelve one victory. Twelve to one. CC Sabathia picked up his 250th win today. Nice. Solid. It's pretty good. Um, the Yankees are on fire. They're on fire. They're and 45 and 27. The, I think they are splitting first place with Tampa, or they, they overtook Tampa Bay? It definitely overtook because Tampa's 43 and 31. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, in any case, um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good here because uh, the Yankees are doing well without their big hitters, and Aaron Judge has said that he's a hundred percent. Stanton came back. I, I think I saw. Um, yeah, yeah. Stanton, Stanton came. Stanton. I don't know if he's back in the lineup. I know that him and I know that him and Judge are playing in AAA. No, I think Stanton came back. I think I saw somebody on Instagram saying he's back. Oh. Oh, did he? Well, maybe it was today. I don't. I don't really know. I didn't really see the lineup today. But um, um, well, Yankees got Edwin and Carnacion too. 
Yes, Edwin Encarnacion. Now, here's the thing. Um, Edwin's an outfielder. So is Stanton. So is Judge. And I know you have that DH spot. But you got guys... You already have a stacked outfield. What are you going to do with these players? Like Clint Clint Frazier was pissed. They could probably trade him away. Clint Frazier was fucking pissed. He was like, "I I contributed so much to this team, and I didn't expect to be sent down for a guy like Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah. But he expected it, like, if it was Judge or Stanton. Meanwhile, Encarnacion's leading the AL in home runs. I, under, I understand that. But he's and it was 230. He's old as shit. But he's had 32 home runs in seven consecutive years. I understand I understand that. But, I mean, I mean, come on. You got, like, Clint Frazier's a young, solid player that needs Absolutely. to grow in your organization. He's not going to be able to grow in AAA. He's been in the majors too long. AAA is nothing now. Plus, you got you got Brett Gardner, who I understand he's older and stuff, but in today's game, he slid into first base. While the Yankees were up 12 to 1 in the 7th inning, you're up 12 to 1 and you slide into first base. That tells you right there that he's he's fighting for a fucking job now. Uh, absolutely he is. No so, one's safe. No one's safe on that team. Yeah. Especially especially in the outfield. The Yankees got a lot of decent prospects in their minors too, so I don't know, man. It's it's kind of it's kind of scary because you're going to get a lot of egos, and you're going to get a lot of people pissed off at those egos, and it's just going to. I I have a I have a strange feeling that this is going to implode in their face. I hope so. I mean, hope they crumble after this because they're they're going to there's so much talent they don't don't know what to do with. I'm going to go on record and say that I don't hate the Yankees. I hate the Yankees, but I have a problem with Yankee fans. Oh, because they're the most arrogant of the arrogant bunches of fucking assholes I've ever all talked about to about baseball. Twenty-seven rings, twenty-seven rings, yada yada. Living yada. in the past, yeah, yeah. What? What have they done in the past like twelve years, thirteen years? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, they were they were ranked as like one of the worst teams until Aaron Judge came up and all that stuff. They didn't even need to trade for Stanton, but they got Stanton. They didn't even need to trade for Encarnacion, and they traded for Encarnacion. So they're forcing these good young players that they have, they're forcing them down. It just goes with the Yankees like. They like older players that are washed up. They like experienced players. Yeah. That uh, are like the tail end of their, of, their, of their career. And Encarnacion, you can argue he's at the tail end of his prime. He is an older guy, but he knows how to swing the bat. Absolutely does. So, I mean, that's a solid DH spot. I don't really, I don't really know him in the field that well, but he's, he's the solid DH spot. Absolutely. You can have Stanton. He should and, be a DH. Right. He's not a bad first baseman, though. But you also have Luke Voigt at first. Luke Voigt is amazing. Luke Voigt's killing it. So what are you He's having then? a great year. They're gonna put. You can't put Stanton in the outfield. Does he get hurt again? You could put. Well, here. Well, I don't know. Encarnacion yeah, okay. and Stanton. Yeah, then, but if you think of your outfield, that everybody comes back. You have Aaron Hicks, Aaron yeah. Judge, right? Brett Gardner. Yeah. Who else do they have? I don't, I don't even know who else they have. They have a bunch of other people. Clint Frazier. Yeah. R.I.P. So, I feel bad. I feel bad for Clint, but you know, I mean, he was doing very well for the team. He was one of the he's one of the reasons why they're so successful while everyone's down. But I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? Oh well. Uh, I am so excited about the Mets because of two names on there, and that's Pete Alonso. You knew that was coming. And. uh Oh my God, McNeil, Jeff McNeil. Got it. 
Uh, Peter Alonso. Every time, every time I look at an update on the Mets game, it's Peter Alonso hits a solo home run. Peter Alonso hit a three run shot. This kid is, and not only is his home runs, not as not only is he hitting home runs as a rookie right now, he crushed the Mets rookie record for home runs before the All Star break. We're still weeks away from the All Star break. Weeks away. So like, he's raking it right now, and the fact that uh, he's a rookie has so much potential. I'm so excited about it. I love this kid. I love this kid. I know. You mention him every week. I, I, because I, I just, I love this kid. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Uh, as so is all the Mets nation. Did you see the thing, by the way, speaking of the Mets, that Wilson Ramos, he went up to bat? Yeah, his wife had a, a sign that she was pregnant. So he found out that his wife was pregnant while he was in the batter's box. That's, that's insane to find that out. That's awesome. He struck out that at bat too. Of course he did. He's distracted. Yeah, come on. I, I blame his wife for, for losing that. Game. It's all her fault. Unbelievable. Way to have a kid. Uh, yeah, that's a quick, quick baseball shit. But I want to talk about something, uh, and this is the first time. It's not going to be the last time. This, this, I think this is the first time that we're talking about MMA because this <sighs> is a fucking amazing storyline. Well, this all it all started with. Bieber tweeting it out. <laughs> Dana White has gotten so many people to come up and express their interest in a Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise fight in the octagon. I without a doubt take Tom Cruise, hands down. Tom, well, I don't, I don't know, man. Tom Cruise is shorter. Doesn't matter. Justin Bieber has a longer reach. Duh, no way. I feel like Justin Bieber is a little. Tom bit Cruise more... does his own stunts. The guy's 57 years stunts, old, yeah, and he's but a I, fucking freak. I feel like Bieber's a little bit more scrappy. No. You think he's got more... Uh, he's no got more, way. Uh, no way. I think he's got more flail. He's, he'd probably be that person who would, like, chuck his hands and fucking swing his arms like they're really boneless and just... Well, he's, he's, like the, he's the... Yeah, like, like the, the Conor McGregor boneless meme. Yeah, yeah got it. like that. Yeah, See, even Nala agrees I agree with me. I agree with that. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. That's the only thing I have to say about that. It's not going to happen. No, but it should. That would draw a lot of tickets. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Tom will even do that. Justin Bieber was the one who called him out. Why? Why did he call him out? By the way, because he's so he's random. Stu- he's stupid. It's so random. Yeah. So. Okay. Let's do our let's do a, let's do our last sponsor and then I think it's I think it's time to go to phase four. Yes. In our fantasy football conquest. These wide receivers, phase four, are brought to you by High Tour Lanes. It is located in West Havisher, New York. It's a great, great family bowling alley that is being redone inside, but we have some big things coming, like some laser tag. We're doing the entire inside. Got some summer leagues, winter leagues coming soon. It's a good time. If you go there, mention this podcast. You get bowl two games. You get the third free. They also have some moonlight bowling on Saturdays. Some special games on Sundays. Special food prices. Great pizza, wings, everything you need. Can't beat it. Kids' birthday party, adult birthday parties, even teen birthday parties. Have at it. Check them out. Hytrolanes.com, and you will not be disappointed. No, you won't. I mean, I mean, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. It's the best pizza in Rockland. Yeah, 
Best pizza in Rockland County. You know, it sucks. We don't have poker there anymore, so I'm not there every week. I haven't had that pizza. So you can still order it and pick it up? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They don't A-Rod, do it. I know. I know, A-Rod. I yeah, know. you're at least closer than me. I, I live in. I live like 20 minutes away. It's. I mean, I have pizza places around me. Hey. I mean, they're not, as, they're not as... Uh, to me personally, they're not as good, but... You know, I'm I'm not gonna drive 20 minutes for pizza. Who is just a little better than the ones around me, though? Yeah, still, makes... it's good pizza. Very good pizza. Anyway, it's fucking time, man. It's it is time. It's it's time. time. Um, this is the most to me. It uh, last week was running backs. Last week to me is the most important position in the draft because there's a lot less. Studs. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah. There's less studs. There's a lot less. And, there, and there's, there's more positions to fill. Right. And there's more chances for flops at running backs. Yes. This league now. Now this is all PPR. We, uh, we're doing PPR every week. Um, this is again. This list is based off of Matthew Barry's ESPN list uh, for PPR uh, by position. We are doing wide receivers this week. So, seeing as though this is a passing league, we did quarterbacks. Um, so I think when we're doing these wide receivers, we have to talk about the we have to talk about their respective quarterback. Obviously, well, obviously. So let's get down to it. You have the list in front of you. Number one, which is kind of a given, is Devonte Adams. Now, Devonte Adams. Last week when we spoke about Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Being ranked pretty low, having a, you know he's because Devonte Adams is ranked so high. Right, he's a potential breakout, but I think Devonte Adams, being one of the best wide receivers in the league, I don't. I personally don't agree with him being number one. No, I don't. Okay, I mean, I, he, I don't think so. arguably he'd be number one or number two. Right, and I think the number two guy here should be number one. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins should be number one. Here's why. Mm. All right, so DeAndre Hopkins, there's really not a lot of running backs in Houston. Houston will be throwing the ball a lot, okay? DeAndre Hopkins loves, 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 loves. I can hear that in the microphone. Stop that. Sorry. I'm pounding on the table. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, DeAndre Hopkins uh, loves being thrown, too. By Deshaun Watson. By Deshaun Watson. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh he loves Deshaun. Deshaun loves DeAndre. I mean, that's a match made in heaven. Um, but DeAndre loves getting the ball, and he loves getting yards after the catch. I mean, he is no, tremendous after the catch. He's targeted He's double-digit times almost every game. And he makes the most absurd catches there is, too. Right. But he's got the long reach. He's mm-hmm. tall as shit. He's fast. Dreadlock power. Dreadlock power. But the fact that Devontae Adams is number one here over him... Kind of boggles me a little bit because Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball more than Deshaun does. I just feel like he's, but it's because it's Aaron Rodgers and not Deshaun Watson. Right, well, yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. I understand that, but I also think that Aaron Rodgers has more weapons in the backfield. I, I like I like Lamar Miller, mm-hmm. but he's inconsistent. Very. I think Aaron Jones has a better. Uh, um, he still he still has yet to be proven though. Yeah, he has to be proven, but at this at the same time, I think with with the offense, and I I think this is going to be an Aaron Rodgers led offense. They're kind of giving him a little bit more power, which I kind of don't agree with because Aaron Rodgers is known to having uh, piss poor leadership skills. 
Supposedly he's getting like a big argument too with his coach. Yeah. So well, we'll see what happens. Matt Matt Lafleur. I mean, he's got his own shit going on with it with his injury. Driving around a golf cart during practice. Right, but his ideals mixing in with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to give a little bit more leniency to Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think his offense will really work well with Devontae Adams. I think they're going to try to utilize more second, third wide receivers, kind of more of like like inside slant routes rather than rather than sidelines. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, Devontae Adams is a clear number two for me. Easily. Don't get me wrong, but I just I think DeAndre. I think the two should be. I think DeAndre should be number one here. But you can also you can't count out number three, Julio. Big ass Julio Jones. As a stud, absolute stud. I Julio. I mean, there's, there's. Re- I agree with this completely, a hundred percent. You know, I, I'm not really too high. I'm not really too high on Devontae. but I love DeAndre Hopkins and I love Julio Jones. Only because Julio Jones. I mean, he hasn't ca- he hasn't caught many touchdowns, but I think that's more Matt Ryan's fault. Yeah. Um, but this guy, when he's thrown to, he's fucking thrown to. And we all know Atlanta loves their West Coast offense. They do. But, again, I just can't trust Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, fully, I don't trust Matt Ryan to be completely uh, consistent. But he had a decent year. In words of Lindsay, he's a bum. He's a bum. But it's not, I mean, it's, Matt, it's on Matt Ryan whether Julio Jones succeeds or not. And I just found out today, that I read it today, that the Falcons are looking to extend Julio Jones. I don't see why they wouldn't. If, if they extend Julio Jones' contract, that's going to bring his stats down. Because you know what they say, big contract. Yeah, but... Big contract, big struggle. We'll see. I mean, if he, if he signs that big contract and he, and he gets extended in Atlanta, uh, I see a little regression on his part because guy's getting paid now. He definitely is getting paid. So, you, what's what's the point of throwing your body away? You know, like you used to. But it, again, this is Julio Jones. So, leaves it all out on the field. I totally agree with it here. Uh, number four on this list. Mm. It's rough for me because it's number rough. number four on this list is Odell Beckham Jr. It should not be Odell. I love I love Odell Beckham. I love his play on the field. But it's all about his sideline antics and stuff. It's a little different because he's on a different team. He yeah, got new, what he wanted. Team, he got out system. of New York. He actually has a, a quarterback that wants to throw to him now. And you have a you have a you have one of the best on paper offenses in the league. I think this is the highest a Cleveland Browns receiver has ever been on the list. Right. Yep. I think so. I I mean I like Odell Beckham because he's Odell Beckham. Yes. The fact that he's with Cleveland makes him a little better, in my opinion, the because fact, I like Baker a lot more than Eli. The fact you said you like him on Cleveland makes him better is absurd. Right? It's right? scary. That, just, that is an insane statement I thought I'd never have to make in my lifetime. Yeah. But just the fact that he's out of New York, he's not getting these overthrown fucking passes from Eli, these, these, these off-accurate, stupid-ass throws... He's actually getting a solid young quarterback with a good arm that wants to play. He's going to get a lot of catches. My only issue with he, my only issue with Odell here is, is that you got Jarvis Landry. Him. Yeah, Jarvis Landry should be the number one receiver because I think they both have a good connection, uh, Landry and Baker. Yeah, Landry and Baker already had a year under their belt 
thrown okay. to each other. So I think Jarvis will get a lot of looks here. But just the fact that Odell's there, it's going to open up for Jarvis. Because people are going to double cover Odell. So that's why I would would uh, I would rather draft Landry right. than Odell. I, I, I would have the willpower to skip Odell Beckham and go for Jarvis in the later round. Or... Pick, uh, you take number five. Just absolute stud. Number who should, five for who me. should be number four. Number five for me, um, I think he should be way high. I think he should be higher. I think he's top three. Okay. Michael Thomas. Stud. Michael Thomas, and again, he's on this offense With that wants nothing but fucking blood. The greatest quarterback ever to play the game. <laughs> now, now. Now, now, now. I will say this: Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback for wide receivers. If your quarterback's Drew Brees, you're going to have good wide receivers. Yeah, Michael Thomas is a goddamn freak. He's I love a, him. He's a saint. He's Michael Thomas. Uh, the Saints. We said the same thing about Kamara. Now that's a, that's the good thing about Kamara being in the backfield. You have one of the best quarterbacks throwing your way. You have one of the best running backs in the backfield, catching passes or getting any dump-offs that you need. The new three-headed monster. I think it is, man. With Kamara running the backfield, Drew Brees, obviously the ultimate field general in my opinion, Mm -hmm. besides Tom Brady, of course. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. Uh, The Saints are out for blood. They want to strike everything they have. They want they they've been screwed the last two years. They want to fucking win, and they want to fucking win well. That they and they do. want Michael Thomas to do work. I hope so. He's supposedly they're gonna make him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. He well deserves it, I think. Even you know what thing is, uh, Drew Brees is an awesome quarterback. But Absolutely. If is. you have my, Michael Thomas is a good enough receiver, in my opinion, that even without Drew Brees, he'll still succeed. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at the level that he's playing at now, but. I mean, bro, it's Michael, yeah. it's Michael fucking Thomas. Like, you're it really not. Is. If you if now here's my problem. We went through the top five with Devontae, DeAndre, Julio, Odell, and Thomas. Okay. Here's my issue with the top five here. Last week we did running backs. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of pausing the wide receivers here so I can give my words of wisdom of the week. Okay. These top five. They're most likely going in the first round of your draft. Yes, I have a strong feeling that if you don't take a if you don't take a running back in the first round, you're not going to be successful. I don't care what pick you have in the first round. Last year in my draft, I had Antonio Brown and and Saquon Barkley sitting there in my spot. It was Antonio Brown then Saquon. The consensus told me that I had to take Antonio Brown there, and I took Saquon, and it ended up it ended up doing me justice in the long run because I was able to pick up wide receivers. Don't worry about picking stud wide receivers in the first round. My words of wisdom is always go running back first round. Always. Then, depending on your running back, if you have a stud like Saquon or Zeke or Kamara or McCaffrey, then take a stud wide receiver in the second round. If not. If you have a questionable a running back as your first pick, take another one. Take a running back in the second round. We're going to go through this list as quickly as we can here, 
But you're going to see that there's a lot of stud running back, uh, wide receivers. Excuse me. There really is. There's a lot of stud wide receivers that you can take in in like the third, fourth rounds, that are solid number one receivers. Yeah, I'm so go- I'm like scrolling down the list just to see. You have a lot of people who are number one receivers down on like right. forty. Don't get me wrong. The first five wide receivers on this list, they are definitely worth. I believe they're definitely worth first round capabilities if you absolutely have to. If all the stud running backs are gone and you have a later pick, like if it's, if it's a 10-team league or a 12-team league and you have picks 10, 11, or 12 and they're there, take one of them. Absolutely. But you have to focus on running backs next. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. You need to get the stud out of the way. I'm just saying that's my words of wisdom of the week. I'm hoping that some of these wide receivers, if everyone's listening to me and everyone knows fucking fantasy football, if everyone's smart, these wide receivers, these first five, maybe three of them will get drafted in the first round, and you'll have two of them in the second round. Yeah. Out of the five, three of them will go in the first round, which will give you multiple running backs mm-hmm. to choose from. So my words of wisdom, go running back early. Don't worry about the wide receivers and until hope, you solidify your running backs. And hope what some the stud wide receivers get drafted early, and you get two stud running backs. That's it. Give them the stud wide receiver, sure, no problem. But Absolutely. your your running backs will be set, and you have plenty of wideouts here to choose from. So don't don't falter here. Number six, love it. This is crazy for me. Love it. This is insane. Number six on this list is insane for me because <laughs> he's above number seven. Exactly. Yep. Number six on this list is Juju Smith Schuster. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Antonio Brown. Who? Antoine Brown. Okay. <laughs> Juju's, Juju's, oh, I just want to throw this out there. Yeah. At work, I delivered, obviously, this one house. The guy's name is Anthony Brown. I'm like, oh my fucking God. That's amazing. Ugh. Does he listen to the show? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, he's, it's going to be Anthony Brown now. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster is number six here. Uh, I actually, I, I, I like it. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is hands down, without a doubt, a top 10 wide receiver. Oh, without a doubt. I love his spot here. My only concern is that the Steelers' wide receiving core, it's pretty good. However, Juju Smith-Schuster, this is going to be his first year without Antonio Brown there. Mm-hmm. Now, first year as a number one receiver. It's the first year he's leading the receiving core. He's supposed to be the guy, right? Um, now, Antonio Brown had a lot of success with the Steelers when he first started being the number one receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster has the potential to do what Antonio did. However, he's he's young. Oh yeah. Juju is young. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the wide receivers around him to take coverage away. Dante Moncrief was a good signing. Someone's going to step up. He's not going to draw coverage like Antonio did. No. Um, James Washington is a great up-and-coming young receiver. Eli Rogers, great up-and-coming young receiver. But I got to tell you, it's not going to draw coverage. People no. are going to cover Juju a lot. Yes, they are. He'll get a lot of looks. He'll may, he may even get a lot of receptions. But he won't. I don't know if he'll have the same open space that he had uh, no way. in the last season. So that's my only concern here, is that he does, doesn't have the rest of the weaponry. And don't get me wrong, Ben Roethlisberger... He loves young. He young. He blah, 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 he loves young receivers. So say, he'll oh, throw. Let's say he loves young girls. Ah, <laughs> good one, good uh, one. Uh, uh, oh, it's a rape joke. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he loves young receivers, 
So he'll throw to James Washington. He'll throw to Eli Rogers. And defenses know that. Yeah. But at the same time, he he likes Juju a lot. So they're gonna he's going to get covered a lot more than what Ben's used to, him being covered. Which is why I think James Washington is an amazing pick in oh, this draft. And yeah. second-year wide receiver, he's going to be down there in the, in the later rounds. He definitely is going to be way down. So... I'm just saying, I th- I think Juju Smith-Schuster, I think this is a great spot for him. But at the same time, it's a little untrustworthy for me. All right. Well, I'll skip number seven because he's a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Uh, number eight, Keenan Allen. Uh, can you stay healthy? Nope. That's that's it. That's the case. I love Keenan Allen in the top ten. I like that he's on the bottom of the t- This list, I, I've been agreeing with this list. I mean, I think it's the beginning of this list I don't really agree with. Um, I like number nine. He's a stud, absolute stud. Keenan Allen. Just, Keenan I, Allen for me has a great quarterback there in Philip Rivers. Absolutely, but Philip Rivers is not in his prime. He's getting slower. His arm speed's slower. Um, but they do have a good offensive line, so he'll stay on his feet. But Keenan Allen, he loves Keenan Allen. They've been working together a long time. If Keenan Allen stays healthy, I like him at eight. But yes, I definitely agree with you at number nine here because number nine's a fucking master at his craft. But he's just got to trust his quarterback. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I, yeah, you got you got to trust your quarterback. Last year it was a little bit weird because Jameis went down with the injury. Then you had Ryan, the Ryan Fitz magic show. Oh, that was great. Uh, it, it was it was good while it lasted, and then Jameis came back. Um, so it was a little rough year for Mike Evans, but he still played well. He did. But he had two different quarterbacks throwing at him. Three different quarterbacks. Who was the third? I forgot the name of the third, but Fitz, Fitz wasn't. Wasn't the start. It came in like midway through a game or something like that. But he had he had multiple quarterbacks in the same season. When when a wide receiver has multiple guys throwing at him in a season, yeah, it's tough. It throws you off. Absolutely, it's tough. But now that Fitzmagic is gone, Jameis Winston looks healthy. I expect bigger numbers from Mike Evans because he should have only one sole focus in a, in a quarterback. Yeah, and the offense. That offense is a pass-first offense. There's no running back there, not really. Tampa Bay is going to be bad. Yeah. They're they're a bad team. They're definitely going to be bad. But the shining light of that team is, Mike is top 10 wide receiver on this list. Yeah, number um, 10. Number 10 for me. Who fell off the entire pretty much second half of the season. Yeah, but I think that was, that was because of the emergence of the other wide receiver that's there who's not in the top 10. Who's for number 14. But number 10. Adam... Thielen. Adam Thielen. Now, I had Adam Thielen, and the smartest decision I made was I traded him away. Like, okay. maybe four or five games into the season, I traded him away for uh, for running backs. I forgot, who I, I forgot who I got in the trade, but it actually ended up working out for me. He's not as... He, he doesn't... He can't go the distance, in my mind. Because, like you said, he fell off a lot in the second half of the season. He did. Um, I think it has something to do with Kirk Cousins more, though. Because I like I like Kirk Cousins when they when 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 Minnesota traded for Kirk, I I said Super Bowl. I think everybody said Super Bowl, but I think that's what I think Kirk Cousins he had no uh, he had no options to throw to in Washington at the time. He had Jameson Crowder, I guess. He had really no weapons in Washington. Nope. But he got traded to Minnesota. Then he got guys like Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen. You know, he Kyle was Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. He was he was working the show. I thought Super Bowl. His mm-hmm. offense is too good. He stinks. He ended up not doing well. But I think 
that he had a full year under them. I think Kirk will come back and play well. I think I think Kirk Cousins is a sleeper pick quarterback. If you have Adam Thielen or Stefan Diggs in your lineup, Kirk Cousins should be your starting quarterback. That's a good pairing. I like Adam Thielen at I like Adam Thielen barely scraping the top ten at number ten here. I like it. All right. But he has to stay consistent. That's my only he concern. He has to stay consistent. I also like about Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Those two by the way, Stefan Diggs is fourteenth on the list. Those two, they draw coverage from each other. They do. So and plus you, have, plus, you have Kyle Rudolph as a dump point. Once one's double coverage, the other one's wide open. Right. Plus, Kyle Rudolph, like you said, yeah. I like Kyle Rudolph a lot. He's going to draw some coverage, too. So, whoever plays Minnesota, plus you have a healthy Dalvin Cook now mm-hmm. in the backfield. Supposedly healthy Dalvin Cook. Let's hope so. So, now, you got a pretty studly offense there. These guys are going to be open. They're going to catch a lot of passes. PPR, I think Adam Thielen could be higher here. He should be. Stefan Diggs could be higher here, too. But there's a lot of stud wide receivers. There's a ton of stud wide receivers. Now that we're done with the top ten, let's highlight some people here. Um, One question mark. Yeah. We got seventeen number Sammy. Oh my god, Sammy Watkins is number seventeen. Sammy Watkins is going to be the first wide receiver in Kansas City. Yeah. So it's going to be a big question mark. I like him at seventeen. You know, he's. I Sammy Watkins. I would only take Sammy Watkins if I already had a number one wide receiver there. He's not a number one receiver in my eyes. My sleeper at 20, Cooper Cup. Love Cooper Cup. When he was healthy, Stud. he was awesome for me. Stud. Uh, Cooper Cup. Now, now, now the, the Rams, though, it's hard on here because you have Robert Woods as well, who's at 16. Yep. Um, the Rams are a, little, are a little weird for me because of the whole Todd Gurley thing with his knee. Uh, which I really like that. I, with that being the main concern with the Rams' offense, uh, Jared Goff is going to be the guy. And I think for in order for Jared Goff to be the guy, you need Cooper Cup to be the fucking guy. They they you know? have wide receivers 16, 18, 20. Brandon oh, Cooks. yeah, bro. Look at Brandon Cooks right there. Yeah, yeah. you missed it. I missed him completely. Uh, yes, yes. 16, 18, and 20. You got three receivers in the top twenty. You have a good receiving core, bro. Yeah, you know that it just that just makes sense. Um, I think it's a little weird for me that AJ Green is on is Amari Cooper is twelfth. Um, T Y Hilton's eleven. I like but that. listen, I like him at eleven. Yeah, T Y Hilton at eleven. Um, you got uh, after I think after I think the. Top 20. I'd say top 20. But by that time, you're going to have one of them. You're going to have one of the wide receivers, hopefully, in your lineups. But this top 20 list is actually is really good. After the top 20, you should have you should have one of these wide receivers as your number one. Oh, absolutely. If you're, dra- if you're drafting and you have, like, like, A.J. Green could still be there with you sitting with two running backs. I highly doubt it. But a guy like A.J. Green, a guy like Brandon Cooks... Kenny Galladay, who I actually really like this year, although the Lions do stink. You know, Kenny you know Galladay, I, like? I do sleeper, like. Though? Devin Funches in Indy. Um, all right, De- Devin Funches has always been a question mark for me. But he's he also in a, in a tough place with Cam Newton in Carolina. Now Cam- he's in Indy with, a, I think, a better throwing quarterback in Andrew Luck. More accurate. Yes. Andrew Luck doesn't have as strong of an arm. But he's way more accurate, and I think he can put the ball where he needs to. I, that could be a good connection there. 
Mm-hmm. I like Devin Funch, but his Devin Funches is not one. I don't think Devin Funches to me. I don't think he's a number one wideout. Obviously not. One. He's a stud number he two. He may though. not be a number two. I think he might be. A he may two. be a flex wideout if you have to start a, a wideout and flex. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he ranked? Forty. Oh, he's forty. Yeah. He's gonna drop. I think that's by that time you should have two wideouts in your lineup. Absolutely. You know, I really like those Calvin Ridley. 33. I do like Calvin Ridley a lot, only because uh, it's Julio Jones is going to get all the coverage. Calvin yep. Ridley is going to have another strong year. He had a strong year last year. Now, do you waste your pick on Tyreek Hill in like, um, the third, fourth round? Yeah, uh, yes, only because only only because he's not going to be gone for the whole season. Nope. It's not. It's not. It's not a Le'Veon Bell situation where you don't know if he'll come back. He's just suspended. He's going to be suspended probably for like... He's probably only going to be suspended for like two, maybe four games. I think he's good, like good trade bait. Great trade bait. So. When he comes back, utilize him, of course, obviously. Like trade him week it'll, six. It'll strengthen, but I wouldn't... You know what? Uh, round, round four... By round four, you should have two running backs and a wide receiver already. I don't know. I Maybe if it, maybe if it was round five... <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the quarterbacks too. It's it's tough. It's tough. It depends on who else is there. But I, in certain certain circumstances, I would draft Hill and 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 put him on the bench till he comes back. That, that's you know good for your yeah. future. Um, got guys on here like Allen Robinson in Chicago, which I absolutely love because I love Trubisky. But he's twenty five. I think that's a steal. Uh, Robbie Anderson with the Jets. Uh, I still don't know if I can trust Sam Darnold. I don't. I don't trust Darnold either. But Robbie Anderson is a is he's a he's a good quarter. He's a good wide receiver. Um, you got guys on here like uh, Corey Davis in Tennessee. I like Corey Davis. Yeah. I don't. He's James a, Washington, fifty six. James Washington, fifty six. I'm telling you, that is a fucking what steal later Gold, rounds. Golden Tate at forty six. That's a fucking steal, too. And then he got Emmanuel Sanders at 47. Here's the thing with Golden Tate. That offense... is horrible. horrible. You, have a, you, have a, you have one of the worst quarterbacks thrown in the league there. The worst quarterback. It's gonna, um, the Giants are going to be the Saquon Barkley show. However, they need... They, try, they tried their best to replace Odell with a decent wide receiver. But Sterling Shepard is ranked higher here. He's at 37. But I got to tell you, uh, Golden Tate will catch will catch footballs this year. He will. And I only because of that missing hole that Odell put in the Giants offense, mm-hmm. Eli's going to try to fill that with Golden Tate. Well, there's one person on this list that was well, not on this list that's my sleeper is Taylor Gabriel in Chicago. Yes, Taylor Gabriel. And you know what? Uh, he's the return man in Chicago too, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends on it depends on the rule of your of your league. It depends on the scoring of your league. But um, if you guys get any points out of returns, Taylor Gabriel will do work for you. He will do work. Uh, one of my one of my biggest sleepers. He's the first wide receiver from this team on this list. Right, He's number thirty-eight. Oh, so don't tell me. I'll... Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis. San Francisco. San Francisco. And I'm telling you. Every single person on that San Francisco offense Him is a fucking sleeper. Marquise Goodwin. Yep, Marquise Goodwin. 
sleeper. Mm-hmm. Every single person on that offense is a sleeper pick because Garoppolo is healthy. What the fuck that's is this, the only reason. Who the fuck is this guy? Nikhil Harry in New England. Who the fuck is this? Oh, guy? that's the um, that's the rookie they took, thirty second overall, the last really? pick of the first round. Um, Six four two thirteen. It's huge. Yeah. Um, He's a big boy. Rookie rookie wide receivers are a little weird. So I mean, I try to do my best to stay away from rookie wide receivers, but they still have Philip Dorsett, right? But here's the thing: if he's playing for New England, Don, and you know, Don Charles, you also have Demarius Thomas. Yep, Patriots. Right. Yep, yeah. You also got Don Charles mm-hmm. They have so many wide receivers. You know the reason. You know the reason behind that, right? Why? Because Tom Brady spreads the ball like no other quarterback does. That is true. I mean, it's Big it's hard. Ben spreads it, but it's, spreads it, but not like. And so Brady. does Drew Brees. But Tom Brady is the king of spreading the ball around the field, bro. I mean, spreading, there's no there's, spreading his nutsack all over everybody, all over everyone, bro, all over Robert Kraft. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen the tapes. What I like though is that 49 Adam Humphreys. Yes, you are very high on Adam Humphreys. He is he is in Tennessee now, though. But um, there, I think... Who's the number one receiver in Tennessee? Corey, Corey Davis. Is it Corey Davis? Corey Davis, who I talked about earlier. Um, Emmanuel Sanders at 47 for Denver. I like that. That's a good sleeper pick, Emmanuel Sanders. He is the first wide receiver on this list, uh, and he is at 47. What about Tyler Lockett? I don't trust Tyler Lockett at all. About Dave, that means David Moore. There's another one I just don't trust. Okay. Because uh, because they're so inconsistent, they've been pl- they play with good quarterbacks and they still don't they still don't bother me. You know. I mean, I'll look their way if I have to, but. But Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills in Miami. Oh my God. Yeah, Josh Rosen. Kenny Kenny Stills is just. I I haven't decided on him yet, and it's weird because he's been in the league for a while. He has been in the league for a while. He had a good year last year, but the year before that was atrocious. Before that was decent, so I don't know. Is this could this if the trend continues, this is going to be a bad year for him? We'll you got see. a new quarterback in Miami throwing your way. It's a new system. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I don't trust it. But it could be a steal. I mean, he's at fifty-one here. Could uh, could be a serious late-round flyer. Could be. Um. Yeah, and lo- looking at this list here, um, <laughs> there's a lot of potential. Larry Fitzgerald's at 39. With Kyler Murray, but I would on- I would only take him if you trust if you trust Kyler Murray to have a good good year, which I don't. But I mean, Larry Fitz, Larry Fitz is always a guy that would be fine on your on on your team. So I'll throw an update in here off the topic. Machado's two for four today. He's up to to 271. Hey. You're going to look good, blonde buck. Um, I think that's all I can really see here. There's a lot of late round stuff here that's gold. Like I said, you have guys guys like Dante Moncrief, Devin Funches, Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, who was the star rookie in Denver last year. I mean, Denver doesn't really have much. I mean, their quarterback situation is a little eh. Fuck Joe Flacco. But, yeah, Joe Flacco's... Come on. You're not going to do much. He's elite. But, you know, Adam Humphreys, Tyrell Williams in Oakland. I don't trust Derek Carr. 
I don't trust Derek Carr either, but I mean, if that other if that other Oakland receiver is going to get all the Tyrell Williams could have a big year. I don't know who else they, I don't even know who else they have in Oakland. I just see what Hard Knocks is start. Hard Knocks is going to be fucking great. Fucking Cannot insane. wait. Uh, but you got like sleepers, like very deep sleepers. If you are really looking for like that fourth or even fifth wide receiver, you get maybe the two in the slot. Um, you get the two in the slot, maybe one in your flex. You have two more on your bench, which is how I normally run it, depending on the situation. Yeah. But uh, I usually like to have five wide receivers in total. But by the time I get down there, I expect players like like Paris Campbell in Indianapolis. I don't know who that is, but he made this list. We'll find sure. out. Um, Anthony Miller, Hakeem Butler for Arizona. I, I mean, I don't trust Arizona, but, it, uh, you know, you never know. Like, you have guys like that. Like, Cort- Cortland Sutton would be the perfect number five wide receiver on your bench. Who's the second round pick this year? Paris Campbell. Okay. That's so. Until I know. Yeah. All right. Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray and Paris Campbell being taken in the same draft could be good. Could be good connections there. Yep. So. All right. Let us know what you think. I mean, there's a lot of late stuff. Let us know if we missed anyone. Uh, let us know what you think. We got 78 days till football. 78 days. Uh, James Sheridan, one of our longtime listeners, every week he posts a picture of a Steelers player. On their number. And uh, their how number. Many days are left to football. Right. I think this is what Max Starks, right? Yep. 78. Oh, man. I cannot wait for football season. Um, but yes, wide receivers, like I said before, don't go crazy early on with wideouts because you're not going to have, you're going to have very slim pickings with running backs. Don't worry about the wideouts early on. Running backs first because you have plenty of wideouts to choose from here. You're not going to have an issue. Agreed. Um, what do you think, man? Wow, that was tiring. I'm tired. Yeah, we spent like a half hour on that. Wide receivers are fucking tiring. How long we got left here? Uh, right at hour 15. All right, cool. Um, let's fucking... Oh, man. Hour, wide hour receivers, 18. man. My back hurts. Is that weird? Um, next week, unfortunately... I will not be here. We will be without A-Rod. Yeah. Miss you, man. It's going to be weird doing the show without you. I will have a surprise for you guys next week. Um, we will. I will have someone on with me. I will, have, I will surprise you with it. But next week's going to be interesting because um, I wanted to ask you on air. I wanted to ask you something. Do, mm-hmm. you want, do you want me to do tight ends next week without you? No. Okay. No, because I like my tight ends. Okay, because that could be quick. Could I do? Could could I do another position? You could, or you want me to wait? Or for you? you could do like, depending on the guest, you could do like a different sport. Like okay. if we have or like one of our recurring guests, you could do like wrestling. Okay, because I know next week's paper. This Sunday's paper for you. So, is it? Yeah, I honestly have not been paying attention. So since WrestleMania, I've been kind of mute. Well, I think I have like. I think uh, SummerSlam's in two weeks, no, two months. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's when I start really watching it. After SummerSlam, that's when it starts pointing towards the you know Royal Rumble and stuff. Um. So yeah. So next week we we'll, we will be missing a Rod, unfortunately, but I will have a nice surprise for you guys. I'll bring someone else on with with me, and we're gonna do. Uh, we're we're just gonna roll with it. So 
that was wide receivers. That was phase four. Yeah. Um, t- tight end should be next, but I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till A Rod. I'm gonna on, two weeks on your that. wishes here. Two weeks for that. Two weeks we're gonna do tight ends. Um, next week, I don't know, because no, all we have after that we have uh, defenses and kickers. We can do those together. We can do those together. So next week we will not have a phase, but I will have an. I will have. We're still gonna have a good show because I'm gonna have someone really special on for you guys. Uh, so tune in next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but for today, the last couple of moments we have at A-Rod, I just have a, a question for you. We go for guilty, not guilty, then we'll do today in sports. Uh, what was your series last week? 633. Oh, I'm st- sticking with the under here. Well, I got to bowl two games. I got to bowl six games tonight, so oh. we'll see. Yeah. Why? Because we're bowling for next week, too. Oh, jeez. That's mm-hmm. a lot of bowling, man. It's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to hurt. All right, so are we still sticking with the 675? If you want. My average is like 212 right now. Okay. So I stink. No, stick with it. That's fine with me. I don't care. Um, I think we can go to 650. All right, that's a walk in the park. Okay, oh, really? Walk in the park. Then I'll take the under. All right. Walk <laughs> in the park. In both. All right. Take the under in both games. Got it. Because technically you're playing twice. Yeah. Three each. Okay. I'll take the under in both. Um, so, let's do this. Let's do... Uh, we have the guilty or not guilty. And I'll go first. Uh, my guilty or not guilty is that... Tom- All right. Tomorrow is the NBA draft. Yep. Uh, the well-anticipated first round. Um, my guilty or not guilty is that there will be controversy in the first three picks of tomorrow's draft. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so too, because I, I, lo- I love fireworks. It's with the Knicks doing something good for the team, not bad for the team. Oh man! Oh man! Knowing the Knicks, they'll fuck it, fuck it up. Draft the kid they were looking at late. Not draft R.J. Barrett, and then the Pelicans draft Zion and R.J. Like I said earlier, it would be super kill if that happens, man. Um, but that's still controversy, good or bad. We're all expecting the Knicks to have some type of something going on with them. Yeah. Uh, my guilty or not guilty is that there will be some type of fireworks within the first three picks of tomorrow's draft. Agreed. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I, I'm going to say guilty. I really think something something big is going to come out of it tomorrow. Yes. It's going to be very interesting. I cannot wait. When's the draft start? I think it's like 7? I think 8. Oh, 8? 8 o'clock? Uh, I think so. Let me check. I'll be tuned in. It'll be fun. Um, go ahead. All right, my guilty or not guilty is Kyrie Irving will sign with the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm going to say not guilty on that. So I think he wants to come to New York, just not the Knicks. I think Kyrie want, he, Kyrie has come out and said that he wants to play with AD. And AD, signed, AD got traded to the Lakers. Yeah. And just because of Kyrie's past with LeBron... I think it's even more incentive that Kyrie is going to sign with the Lakers. I think that's what's going to happen. I hope not. I think they're going to create that three-headed fucking monster mm-hmm. in L.A. I hope not. We'll see. Because I'd be tired of looking at that. Those three together. Him, him going to the Brooklyn Nets, though, that 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 would be a pretty big spot. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be too bad for Brooklyn. Yeah, it wouldn't be at, at all. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going not guilty there, man. I don't think that's happening. I think he's going to the Lakers, bro. They're going to try to create that super team all over again. Supposedly, the uh, Hawks try to trade with the Knicks for the third pick. They tr- they tried to trade for the third pick yeah. already? Yeah. The Hawks did? Hawks tried for to trade. Th- uh, they're going to move down. They're going to offer the 8th and 10th pick for the third pick. No players involved? Nope. No. No. Nope. No. Why would you do that? They would have rejected it, so that's good. That's good. That's the first smart thing the Knicks have done in a long time. Anyway, um, I did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I'll be celebrating my birthday on Friday. I told you a whole bunch of stuff about the June about June twenty first. They said the Jews for a second. No, yeah, no. That's what it no. sounded like. I told you a whole bunch of stuff about June twenty first. Let's find out a little bit about June nineteenth, which is today. This day in sports, what do we got going on? I uh, had Mickey Mantle hit his hundredth career home run today. Very good. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think Roger Maris hit his 25th out of his 61 home runs of the season. Okay. Uh, there was really nothing else special going on. Wow, what a boring day. Yeah, today sucked. Okay. Well, what yeah. a way to end it. Yeah. We did all the sponsors? Yeah, we yes, did. Yes, we did. We did wide receivers, talked a little bit about basketball, a little bit of baseball, so touch a hockey what a day i'm exhausted man what a day i'm sorry this is kind of a this kind of it's kind of a dull moment right now at the end of the show i'm so tired wide receivers really killed me here by the way let's fire it away it's a wrap dude all right well that brings us to our end of our show i will not see you guys next week mike will with our guest whoever that is so wish me luck in vegas enjoy the start of the summer this weekend have a drink for Mike's birthday. Yay! And we will see you guys next week. Next week. Keep on preaching on.